Yay! The kids are finally asleep. So, do you feel like? I've got a feeling a boss fight's coming up. Ooh! I just got wrecked. Headshot, baby. Ooh! It's your turn to get the baby. So, are you up to the challenge? Run, 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 run! And we're dead. That's when I realized I have no idea what I'm doing. GG. Welcome back to another episode of the KJ After Dark Gamer Parents Podcast. My name is Kevin, and I'm joined by my incredible wife, Joanne. Hello, hello, hello. If you're new here, Joanne and I, we are parents who game and gamers who parent. Uh, That's funny. We have a lot of good, interesting stuff for you guys this week. Mm -hmm. Before we get into all of that, though, Joanne, I want to hear about your week. So let's see, how's my week been going? On the side of life itself, I did another WoW recipe from the World of Warcraft cookbook. It's called Dragon Breath Chili, and it actually says that when you eat it, you would breathe flames out of your mouth. Now I'm kidding. Mm, it's that spicy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> actually, the recipe is milder, but then because I wanted it to be dragon breathy, I amp up the spice level of it. So it's definitely fire breathing and eye watering kind of spicy. How did it taste? It was good. Um, it was, I mean, I am a big fan of chili and it was definitely up there. It was a great uh, recipe. Turned out to be a great bowl of chili. Mm -hmm. Kevin loves chili. Like, I don't really care much for chili, but because I love him, I, I made that recipe for him. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, um, it was very, I mean, I, I like it. It was different than the canned chili that I didn't really like. So I don't know, maybe the homemade one tastes much better or something. But anyways, um, it was good. I mean, it had like, three pounds of meat in it i mean i've never had chili with so much meat in it you know and it was so good and i think it went well with fritos it went well with the burger patties it even went well with the roasted chicken so yeah um definitely check that out on instagram at kj underscore after underscore dark you can see the recipe in there i think as well as how it looked was that the only thing from the WoW recipe book that you made this week? Or was yes. the fr the fry bread was the fry bread was week? in the previous episode, so last week. Gotcha. <laughs> and as for gaming, I was playing obviously our game of the week, which we will talk about later. No, no, we're not reviewing it this week. We'll review it next week, but we'll still mention it later, which is as Dust Falls. I played some of that, but before that, I was playing a lot of Life is Strange, True Colors, because there's a few Life is Strange series. But this Life is Strange, True Colors was um, something that Bear on Discord suggested us to play before. But it's a single player game, so I decided to try it out. Hey, you know, like, check it out. And sure. it's a graphic adventure game um, in a third person view. And it's, I don't know, the music is awesome. Like the moment like, I went to the um, the menu screen, it's just like, oh wow, I, I got to make a new playlist for my Spotify just through playing this Life is Strange. And then the location is in, um, it's a fictional location in the in game, but it's called Heaven Springs in Colorado. But it 
was so similar to our vacation place, Breckenridge. So that kind of like brought memories as well. Like, I don't know, you really feel like you're there because you've been there. Yeah, it reminds you of some place that you yes. are familiar with. You know, I love it when, when games do that and yeah. kind of make a connection to your life or to the real world. Exactly. And then um, I didn't think that the game would be so relatable. And I think it's built that way, where you're you're playing as her. She's called Alex Chan. And, and she kind of like brings you into the game with her life story. So it's, it's very relatable to me because, you know, she's moving to a new place and like how I did move here, you know, to the sure. U.S. Yeah. And then she's like separated from her family for a while. And, and I've been separated from my family since I moved here. Not like how she was separated, but you get a feel. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's just like so many relatable and at some point in our lives, you know, each of us have experienced the death of a lost one. And I have because my dad passed away. So it was just like so relatable in that sense. And as the story progresses and then you kind of like feel more attached to your main character in there. And by the end of every chapter, I felt like there was like a tear jerking um, scene in there that things happen or like spiral downwards and, and then your heart gets crushed literally. And I'll just like end up crying ugly tears in front of the computer over and over again to the point where like Kevin was even asking me, why are you still playing that game if you're crying because of it? And then I'm like, because I started it, I'm in too deep. I have to finish it. I need to see the ending then to have a closure. That's just how I am. So um, yeah, I would definitely recommend it. I know I miss Breckenridge more after playing that game. Mm -hmm. Um. If I were to give a rating on Life is Strange mm -hmm. for convenience, since it's possible and any and there's no like people attacking you or whatsoever, so ten on that, and then communication, it definitely gets me talking about the story a lot, even when you're not playing the game and when I'm playing the game. So I can imagine if we're both playing it side by side, there'll be more communication about the story. So it's a good game as well for couples or first-time gamers. If you have a significant other who never gamed before, that would be the game to play. Very simple. So that communication is also up there. So I'll give it an 8. For the story, it's a 10. Repeatability is very high up there. Um, I'll give it a 9 because I don't really have the time as a gamer mom to like play it over and over again to satisfy my curiosity. I'll just Google it. Otherwise, if you have all the time in the world and then you can definitely, it's high up there. So I gave it a nine on repeatability and then for fun, it's so fun. I mean, the music and everything. And so I also give it a nine on that. It's just slow. I mean, it's not a game for like pro gamers who are used to fast paced games. It's more like for if you just want to chill and play something. So yeah, it's about 46 out of 50 there. It's like a high oh, one. It is a pretty high score. And it has very high ratings as well on Google and stuff. So I'm not surprised. Did it win an award as well last year? I believe so. Or at least was definitely nominated for a few awards. Mm -hmm. But yeah, thank you, Bear, for suggesting that game to us. Very nice. Very good. Any other games you've been playing this week? Any more Lost Ark? Um, I did not play Lost Ark this week. I just did play that mobile game, which is similar to Life is Strange, but this is the Choices game. I didn't know you were back into Choices. Yeah, I'm back into Choices. I'm <laughs> I played it again. 
this week so i'm on book three for the second time or third time yeah, how many, sure. have you played through that game like multiple times now you're just like doing different yeah i like to paths. do that yes i like to d explore my choice paths like even in life is strange i had to like uninstall it so i don't keep exploring different choice paths um, especially since the current game that we're playing right now, Kevin, is going to be like that as well. Like, I cannot spend more time playing it. Well, that shows how repeatable these games are, you know. You just, mm -hmm. if you're curious about different choices you make, then you will play it over and over again. Very right. Now, what about you? How has your week been going? For me and my week, on the life side, uh, I mean, it's Friday, we're coming off of a work week not a busy work week nothing really special to point out or uh anything that happened but um this weekend we do have some fun labor day weekend plans and I'd just like to wish everybody a happy labor day weekend yeah um it should be probably right the day of labor day that this episode should be airing so i hope everybody is enjoying their weekend and uh hopefully you have the the holiday off mm -hmm. to do a little bit of gaming yes and uh, we also have the fun plans this weekend of going to a concert. So yes. we'll, we'll get out to see Corn and Evanescence this weekend. So look, we're looking forward to that. I love concerts. Um, I love music. Have you watched them before? Uh, I've seen Corn before, but never seen Evanescence. So really? that'll be fun. And obviously, the best part is that I just get to go hang out with you. And <laughs> we'll have a babysitter for the kids. So we got them covered, and we just get to go out and have a good time. Mm -hmm. I've been in love with Evanescence since like middle school or something and it has been a wish list of mine to watch them live so I'm happy to check this off with you. Yeah I mean pretty much any form of live music is a good time in my book so I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a lot of fun. Yes. It's been a while since we went out to a concert right? I feel like. No. I thought Tool was the first one. Was Tool during COVID? I think that COVID? was like right at the beginning of COVID, like before everything shut down. Gotcha. So I don't really count that one. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was probably the last one. Yeah. Um, that's kind of it on the life side that we have to look forward to. Uh, on the gaming front, however, last I mentioned, I was kind of dipping my toes into Hades and oh, explained yeah. a little bit about that game. Mm -hmm. And... You know, I kind of mentioned how it was going to be leaving Game Pass, and I was in this hurry to try to get some game time in on it. Mm -hmm. I did get pretty far. I mean, I got to the last boss, and surprise, surprise, you you go up against Hades in the game. Um, I didn't beat Shocking. the boss, but I at least like I, in my final run, I got to him, and then I was like, "All right, this is really tough. It's the last boss." And I had like maybe a few hours left before like it was supposed to be leaving Game Pass. So I was like, it was kind of late that night. So I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I made it to the final stage. I got to see mm -hmm. pretty much the whole game. You know, I think there was probably like a, obviously some like passives I didn't completely unlock and all that. So I didn't reach like 100% full potential. But you know, I got some experience with the game, and I'm you know happy you now at least can talk about it and know what it's like. And it's one that I've been wanting to cross off my list. So mm -hmm. um, I'm moving on from that one, especially since it's no longer in Game Pass mm -hmm. anymore. So I'm, I, I'm glad I got some time into that one. Um, when I was finished with Hades, I jumped into a game called Realm Royale. 
mm-hmm. which to me is kind of like a cross between like Fortnite and like some RPG, maybe like World of Warcraft or something. It's like mm-hmm. a third person shooter. It's a battle royale, obviously with the name of Realm Royale, where mm-hmm. you pick a class like mage or hunter or assassin, etc. And you have like different abilities you can use. Like the mage can fly and shoot fireballs, and the hunter has a grappling hook. And you know, you can use also, you can use like weapons too. You can use like a machine gun. So you can be a mage that runs around with a machine gun. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of weird that way. Like That's it feels weird. like they don't really belong together, but they just did it anyways. Funny. And you know, I, I know you know me, I really like Warzone, right? Uh, as a battle royale. Um, but that's a lot more intense and faster pace, and mm-hmm. it's not exactly a like calm down and you know, kind of chill game. Whereas this one was seemed like a lot more of that kind of pace that's just like a little bit less anxiety driven. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I, I only played like for maybe an hour or two, but I was enjoying it. It was nice. You know, it's um, you can I think you can do like up the trios together. So it'd be fun to go and like with a few friends and, and play. One thing that's kind of unique when your health reaches zero, instead of, you know, being downed or just dying, you turn into a chicken or get polymorphed into a chicken. And if you survive, I think it's like 20 seconds, you come back to life. So you, that point is when you get there, you just try and like run or hide or get away from danger so that you can come back. You know, or if you ch- turn somebody else into a chicken, then you try and finish them off um, so that they don't come back. So that, I thought that was kind of interesting versus like the mechanic of you're downed and then your teammate has to get you back up. But also completely random that it turns you into a chicken. Don't ask me why <laughs> it does that. I have no idea. <laughs> So enjoying that one, and I want to play that some more. Um, I just haven't had a whole lot of time to do that, so I'll make sure I get back into it when I have a little bit more time. And then obviously playing As Dusk Falls together with you the last few days, which we're about halfway through. Mm -hmm. That's it for our weeks. As far as some gaming news, this last week, which will actually be almost two weeks by the time the episode airs, There was Gamescom, which happened in Australia, and they did a lot there at the event, and one of the the main things was that they released the trailers for a lot of upcoming games, Mm -hmm. and there was a lot of good ones, a lot of interesting ones. Some not so much, and we watched these game trailers together, right? So we both got to to see some of these games that they're going to be coming out with, and get a little bit excited for them. And I feel like some of them did a really good job of like showing gameplay in the trailers, which is something that I always look for because you know, if it's just a purely cinematic trailer, it doesn't really show you what the game is going to be like. And it kind of shows maybe what it's about or the story or something like that or you know how good the cinematics might be, but it really doesn't show you like what combat is combat is like or what the UI is like or anything like that so i feel like you're missing a lot if you don't see at least a little bit of gameplay footage so some games did a really good job with that and then other ones just really didn't show any gameplay which is kind of tough yeah it's kind of a kind of a a good mix at least Mm -hmm. so um did any of the games that they released the trailers for stand out to you or any of them that 
you thought were looked really good or really interesting? Yes, actually two, which is um, Hogwarts Legacy. Oh yes, the RPG Harry one. Potter. Yeah, I'm a Harry Potter fan since middle school as well, and I've been reading all his books. I watch all his movies, and it was really good. So. I'm excited to play this game, and it's on Steam. You can pre-order it on Steam, but I'll wait. <laughs> yeah, and and they're they're calling this the Harry Potter RPG. Yeah, it's an open world RPG. Yeah, and it it takes place in the 1800s. Awesome. So I, I I guess it's like before Harry Potter really ever existed, right? In Hogwarts, keeps getting better. <laughs> yeah, and. and this is the first Harry Potter game that I've heard of that's like this. Mm-hmm. I think most have not... I don't think they've really been called like RPGs. No. And I think this is probably the first Harry Potter game that actually sounds interesting to me. And I think it's that whole open world RPG aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Like that seems like, oh, so, you know, maybe like you gain levels and you learn more spells and you could probably like spec into things or talents and that kind of stuff like that sounds way cooler to me than like previous harry potter games that i've seen and heard about yeah so i i I like that one too for sure and also the lies of p at first you were trying to ask me what does p stand for and i finally figured it out (laughs) yeah so i had heard about this game before we even like watched the trailer together Mm -hmm. and based on what i heard about the game i kind of set my own expectation of like what the trailer would be like and the trailer was nothing like what i thought it was going to be (laughs) it was completely different yeah and he was like can you guess what is lies of p about because based on this trailer i can't like there's no clue to what it is and then i like watch the trailer it looks very like alice in wonderlandy right well i don't i don't it, know about that it was like I mean, very dark yeah i mean a dark version of alice in wonderland like um it had that look you know like very punk cyberpunk thing <laughs> steampunk sorry not cyberpunk steampunk. different punk yeah. yeah different punk so yeah anyways i took it as a challenge and i was like lies of p and I was thinking, what lies that starts with P? And I'm like, oh, Pinocchio. And he was like, what? <laughs> yeah, so it is supposed to be following Ooh. the character of Pinocchio. And I guess the story of becoming a real boy. And somehow, like, lying will be, like, an important part of the game. Like, it's going to make a big impact in, like your progression in the story so it has something to do with obviously it's pinocchio so i don't think your nose grows or anything like that (laughs) like it's not that kind of pinocchio but yeah it's very mature looking story of pinocchio like for sure very yeah it's not the kind of pinocchio you would see at disneyland or something and not the kind that you want your three-year-old to play (laughs) yeah so it was very different than what i was expecting so they didn't really Explained that part very well when I was listening uh, to um, the explanation of this game or other people's take on the trailer. So it looked, it looked, but it looked like a great game. It looked really cool. I, yeah. I might pick that one up. Yeah, me too. Did any other ones look? Actually, one more. Sorry, I think one more. Gotham Knights because Ooh. I love Batman. Remember our first Halloween together, Kevin, where we both dressed up. Batman and Batgirl. Like, That's right. I, I remember have, that. I have yeah. been a fan of Batman since forever. So Since I dressed up as Batman. You look good in Batman. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. 
But yeah, Gotham Knights, the trailer looks good. I actually didn't know if the gameplay was anything like the trailer, but I enjoyed looking at it. This is after Batman dies or something, right? Yeah, so that's what I was mentioning to you. That's what I heard, that the story takes place in Gotham, but in this timeline, Batman is, is dead. And I don't know if everyone else is maybe just like picking up the pieces or just trying to survive gotham without the batman there to try and take care of it so i think that was what it is which is kind of just also like a more darker storyline of batman and mm -hmm. gotham right it was super well gotham itself without batman would be chaos so. i mean most of the batman story is already fairly dark and yeah. chaotic yeah and then like batman's like the one like trying to kind of hold it all together but yeah. now he's gone so, so yeah. yeah very chaotic it seems like and that was one of the trailers where they didn't really show any gameplay yeah, i don't think exactly. it was all cinematic but it looked really good like you see harley quinn you know, are you sure other, it's harley quinn because she I'm looks super sure. young or someone who is trying to be harley quinn. maybe she looked like harley quinn to me but I, I don't know exactly who who she was meant to be yeah and then a lot of other really cool looking characters in there so i mean i'll kind of wait till i see some gameplay of it but it looked like it's going to be a pretty cool game too mm -hmm. but those three like stuck out to me i mean the rest were like regular games yeah um there's a lot of them that stood out for me aside from the ones that you mentioned which i'll just run through now dead island 2 now that's a game that like i hadn't heard of in a while and i remember dead island one the first one which came out in 2011 and i played it sometime not too far after the release and i just really didn't get into it i maybe played it for like a week or two and it kind of felt like a zombie survival rpg like you're trying to uh, just survive this you know zombie apocalypse it looks and, like last of us if you ask me no uh kind of or left for it that. was very less story driven than last yeah. last time it was very story narrative driven yeah yeah i mean less i didn't story. really get that feel from dead island it was kind of more like go out and collect Kill. stuff and yeah. you know salvage and craft stuff and try and survive from zombies and one thing that bugged me the most about it is there's a bunch of melee weapons that you can kind of get or pick up and use but you get like one revolver and i think i had like four bullets like and this was like days of playing the game and like i basically just had to melee zombies down the whole time and i had like a few bullets which i used to take out like some of the stronger zombies and then like never found any more ammo after that so i don't know if i was just doing something wrong but i just got tired of that in uh -huh. dead island one and i didn't go very far after that i got into like one one spot where you had to like drop down into a little tiny room with like this giant behemoth of a zombie and like i literally had like my three bullets and like a wood plank or something so it became like impossible to get past like that quest or that mission or whatever so yeah i ended up just kind of giving up on that game and i think i went back to my other favorite zombie games at the time left for dead and kind of never looked back to dead island i still have it on steam so i could probably jump back into it and play it and remind myself what it was like but I don't think I'll ever do that. <laughs> but anyways, um, so Dead Island 2 trailer revealed. I mean, it looked okay. I would definitely like see reviews and gameplay and stuff before I even thought about getting in that one. Just mm -hmm. with my experience with the first one. 
Another one that looked really good that a lot of people are talking about is Callisto Protocol, which kind of looked like a... It, I mean, it seemed like it was like in space. They didn't... It, this one was purely gameplay footage, and it looked really good. <laughs> oh, the, is this the one that looked... Very gory. Okay. Kind of. I mean, not, not gory as gory as some of the other trailers um, that were revealed at Gamescom. But I mean, like, I think you have like some kind of telekinetic powers and, you know, you can like grab the enemies and like throw them into the wall and stuff, you know, and then he also has like some kind of gun as well, too. So the combat looked kind of interesting and nice and uh, very the visuals were very nice, too. Yes. Right. Very space. Yeah. It seemed very alien, spacey mm-hmm. and, and also very dark and yeah, everything some horror dark aspects in there. Yeah. as well. So. It'll be an interesting one. I don't know if 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 I'll play that one. It looks really fun. It looks really cool, but I'm just not really into horror games. So it depends like what kind of horror and and I know how much they turn up that notch. I guess. Mm-hmm. And then on the complete opposite side of that spectrum, we have Sonic, Sonic Frontiers to be precise, uh, which was looks like an open world Sonic game. Which is interesting to me. I didn't really, you know, I didn't really grow up, you know, on Sega and Sonic and those games. So I don't. Besides, maybe like once or twice, like at a friend's house, I don't think I ever really played any Sonic games. But an open world idea seems pretty cool. So mm-hmm. maybe we'll check that one out. Mm-hmm. Another one that piqued my interest was High on Life, which comes from the creators of Rick and Morty, and it's a first-person shooter. Very unique, though, because the weapons that you use are all alive. And I think they're, like, just technically aliens, but they're weapons and they shoot stuff. Mm-hmm. And they have, like, faces on them. And the faces are, like, always facing you as you aim them at your enemies. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, very kind of funny looking. It kind of reminded me of, like, Borderlands. And I don't know if that's how it's going to be like. Kind of like the first-person shooter with a lot of humor kind of wrapped into the story and obviously the the graphics are a lot different than borderlands borderlands has very unique graphics as this one not as much but that's kind of just what it reminded me of in other ways mm-hmm. and also high on life is going to be coming to game pass i believe on day one which is set to be in december of this year so that's one we'll be able to try because we both have game pass so we could jump into that one i i imagine especially if it's any kind of co-op or multiplayer that we could play it together that would be really cool yeah now i mentioned borderlands so i'll go to that one next oh, they yeah. also an- revealed a new borderlands game I new know. tales from the borderlands looks cool and that one as- looks cool yes. yeah as soon as that trailer came on i was like borderlands like i could tell right away like by the graphics, graphics. <laughs> you could totally tell borderlands is so unique when it comes to the graphics that like you just you could tell right away it's like like you're, you're like a unique band, right? When the singer like comes on, like you can tell like from the voice, like you know exactly who it is. Like that's how I feel about Borderlands, mm-hmm. and I also like really like Borderlands. So I'm really excited that uh, another one is going to be coming out. Not too surprised though, because they're always pretty successful. And we got into Borderlands kind of late. It was not even that long ago that we got into Borderlands three. So it's very recent, right? The love is still there for for the Borderlands series, yeah, and definitely. excited to uh, ha- be able to play another Borderlands game. Yeah. 
And I'm almost done with here with the ones that piqued my interest for for games that we just saw. Another one was Park Beyond, which I don't. I haven't really seen a lot of people talking about this one. And it reminded me of a game I played a long time ago when I was a kid called Roller Coaster Tycoon, which to me was kind of like The Sims, but like you have a amusement park that you're building, and you know different rides, and you know as as you build more and more, you get more customers that come and visit the park and they you know buy things and obviously you make money through admission tickets and everything and then you can build more stuff and you just like deck out this huge amusement park and this kind of seems like a more modern version of that where you're, it looks like you're building roller coasters and you know people are riding them and you're kind of getting more into the land of like futuristic physics and like you know roller coaster shoots out of a cannon and like goes flying through the air and then like lands back on the track that kind of thing that you would never see in real life but it's looked kind of cool it looked fun like i could kind of see myself playing that game mm-hmm. and then the last one that i made a note of was goat simulator 3 <laughs> why which i mean we've watched the trailer we have never gotten into goat simulator 1 it is on game yeah. pass though so maybe we're one. gonna have to yeah I know, I think we've talked about it before. I know, I said I wanted to, and you were like, were you serious? And I'm like, yeah, I was. <laughs> so I was like, goat simulator? Like, what is that? Like, yeah, I don't know. Um, and now that seeing this trailer for this one kind of makes me really want to check out the first one. And notice here, we're talking about goat simulator one, and then now we're talking about goat simulator three. And the best part about goat simulator three is that they're completely skipping goat simulator two. So that's the best part, which kind of goes to show like they don't obey by the rules. It's just kind of like whatever, like this is what we're doing. And this that basically describes them in their game probably perfectly. It's okay. non-conventional. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. I like it. Yeah. Let's do it. Different. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of about it for Gamescom and all the some of the new games that are going to be coming out over the next year or so. Mm-hmm. However, we do have some new games as of this week. Joanne, you want to hit us up on the new Game Pass games? Sure. This week, what's new on Game Pass is Commandos 3 HD Remastered on console and PC, and Immortality on Xbox Series X and S, PC and Cloud, Immortals Phoenix Rising, on console, PC, and cloud, Heineken on console and PC, and Great Legends on console and PC. Um, I heard I heard some interesting things though about Immortality, but it seems really strange game where they basically give you like all of these like clips that are like from a movie. I don't think they're from like real movies, but you know, and it's like real live footage. It's not it's not an animation. And you go through these different clips and you can like click on things that take you and do other clips. And like you learn more kind of like about the characters and the people in the clips. And you try to piece things together, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly, but it was very different than, I mean, I don't think I've ever heard of a game quite like it. So I just thought it was interesting that it's actually like real footage, not, not animated. But that's for Game Pass games. We also have new game releases this last week. We have Destroy All Humans 2 Reprobed on PS5, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One and PC. We have Immortality, which as we mentioned 
was a game uh, day one drop on Game Pass. We have Inscription on PS5 and PS4. We have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Cowabunga Collection on all consoles and PC. We have Tinykin, which was also another day one release on Game Pass. It's a great week for Game Pass. The Tinykin is on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. We have Ooblets on Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. We have JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R on all consoles and PC. Lego Brawls on all consoles and PC. Made in Abyss Binary Star Falling into Darkness. It's a long title. On PS4, Switch, and PC. And The Last of Us Part 1 Remastered on PS5. A lot of new game releases this week. Yeah. Tinykin looked kind of interesting and fun. That's on Game Pass, so maybe check that one out. It's single player. Is it? Yeah. Okay. And then, obviously, probably the most coverage of the games that are on this list is would be The Last of Us Part 1 Remastered. I mean, obviously, we, we have and have played through Last of Us Part 1, the original. And it was fun. I don't think we actually ever finished it, surprisingly. It's still on my to-do list to go back for. Mm-hmm. And then also, remember, they're doing a, a show or a t- series on Last of Us that they've teased a few s- clips for. <laughs> which I think we've talked about that in a prior episode, if I remember right. Yeah. So kind of hype, hype yeah. between the remastered game and the show that's going to be coming out. It'll be interesting to see kind of if they build each other up or help, you know, promote each other as far as people who maybe watch the show and be like, hey, this is a game. I want to try the game or people who play the game and be like, hey, I want to watch the show because I like the game, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So I'm sure they timed that on purpose. That's it for new game releases. Also, we won't be streaming this upcoming Tuesday. That's right. No YouTube stream this Tuesday. We will be taking a, a break this week, but we will come back strong the following week. Exactly. You can also follow along with what we're up to. If you want to join the Discord channel, link for that is going to be in the podcast episode description or on if you're watching on YouTube, then the video description over there. You can also check us out on Twitter, Twitter at... Twitter.com slash KJ After Dark or on Instagram at Instagram.com slash KJ underscore after underscore dark. And if you could give us a like, follow, subscribe, whatever it is, wherever it is, that would be extremely appreciated. But that is all that we have for you this week. Thank you for tuning in and we will catch you in the next one. Bye.